Hi everyone, good evening. We're on SYNY Radio. It's Odette Rishti speaking here tonight, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Um, matchmaker in the Syrian community. I do offer advice outside the Syrian community, but I mainly match Spartak Syrians. Um, that's what I know. That's just how I started. And um, this advice tonight um, applies across the board for anybody. We're discussing um, the first interview you have with the Shad Khan. So a lot of times someone will go and meet a Shad Khan and in our community, in the Sparta community, we weren't brought up to think we would even ever do this. Um, it's something new. Um, it's been done for many, many years, of course. But um, as we grew religiously, it became more accepted and more and more accepted. And um, and matchmaking worldwide, even for the not-Jewish community, became a thing. And so it became more accepted. And then with the invent of um, dating sites and um, Jewish dating sites, matchmaking became, a, you know, a regular word. And um, although many of you are still not comfortable with it. So I'm um, here to try to make you comfortable and reach out to those who still haven't stepped into um, this arena of matchmakers and who are very hesitant and even those who have stepped into that arena but really are still cringing that they have to do this I'm sorry I wish you didn't and um, it's the reason why I talk on this show is to make everybody comfortable um, and um, find you an easy road to finding the right one, whichever way we could do that. So, um, meeting a matchmaker. And um, part of the show, we'll talk about resumes. And because what are they doing when they're interviewing you? They're writing things down. And that information gets transferred to the next person who they want to present you to. And um, as a matchmaker myself, I don't always read everything over that's on the resume. There's a lot of things you'll tell me. And depending on who I'm presenting you to, sometimes I may just know that they only need to know how old you are and uh, your name. And then see if they ask for more. Um, especially within the community since... Most of the time people know each other, they know families, they know a type, they may not know what you look like. A lot of things will be acceptable without a lot of details. And um, even though I know that most of you think that most people get turned down when we come up with names, but it's not true. People do know each other and we get a lot of yes, you know. So um, when I sit down with somebody single or if I meet them by the phone um, there's the basics age I'm writing down height although I don't always um, match based on height like unless someone's particularly tall and they need someone tall and they're specifying that 
I don't really focus on height. Um, so we're going to write down height. We're going to write down age. Um, if I feel the discrepancy on the age, I'm going to ask somebody to verify it also. And um, we need to know parents' names, mother's maiden name. That's, we're looking into lineage. If there's a question with lineage in our community, we have to look into it. We have to ask rabbis. It's across the board something that we must do to be responsible for shiduch. And if anybody has questions about that, they can ask me later. It's not the topic for tonight. And um, I just thought I'd um, discuss the next few questions that I would ask. So we're going to talk about, even if the guy is 35, 50, I'm still asking what yeshiva he went to, even though yeshiva was a long, long time ago. Um, we want to know, you know, build the information. Um, let's say you went to a certain yeshiva and then that would make you a certain type of religious level and now you're 50 and someone's not doing those things anymore things changed it's okay that's who you are but we could get a lot of vision um it's information about the person from that information so we want to know yeshivas they went to elementary high school where you pray where your parents pray um what rabbi you follow what rabbi you're close to um, if you have a mentor, um, people who would advocate for you, references. I don't always encourage a lot of references. And of course, you should know that we don't give single references. Like, I don't want the name of a friend who's not married. Those aren't good references. Um, singles don't know exactly how to transfer that information. Married people don't know how to transfer um, information when it comes to Shiduchim. It's a very delicate um, process when someone calls you to be a reference. We have to know how to say, what to say. We have to know exactly what people are asking. We don't have to give more than what they're asking. We don't just rattle off information. So we don't want singles giving out information. And there's that could be a whole nother show. Um, so I won't get into that now, but someone could ask me. Um, so we're asking um, for references because in case someone wants to call, you know, and hear a little more about you from a different perspective, someone else's point of view, um, your Rebbitzin or a principal that you're close to, or uh, if you're out of the yeshiva world for a while, that your coworker or um, a boss is a good reference sometimes. Um, so this is what we're, we're asking. Um, what you do now, what your job is, um, what your interests are, hobbies, just, I don't always rattle off the hobbies to the next person that I'm presenting you to. I feel like let's give you things to talk about on the date. They don't have to know everything. Um, but unless they're looking for something about you that, you know, oh, I want the person to be musical or I want the person to 
um, be active or I like to ski. Does I want someone that would ski. Things like that. So I would write those, those things down, although I wouldn't always repeat them when I'm presenting it. But it's nice to know that someone's like outdoorsy or not, because sometimes other people who are outdoorsy want a partner who's going to go walking with them or hiking with them or things like that. Um, although it's not something I focus on, um, what I really want to know is your midot, your character, um, what makes you tick, what's really important to you, what makes you really happy. I ask those questions because that gets me closer to what you need. It gets me closer to who you are and it's fuel for me to figure out who to give you and how to give you a better date. So let's say you didn't offer me too much information when I interviewed you. I would um, set you up a little bit and get more feedback after your dates as you tell me how your date was that does a lot for me so singles when you don't call your matchmaker back and you're not interested in the person they gave you and you don't communicate that you're also not communicating how to give you a better date because if you say oh i liked her but i need a little more this a little less that you're not saying anything bad about the person you're just giving them a little insight into what didn't work for you or what you need and that was good but I need a little more of this someone a little quieter someone a little more loud that doesn't make the person you were with bad or loud or quiet it just it's just it's okay and I get singles who say oh I don't want to say anything bad and I ask you to say anything bad I ask you to tell me a little bit about how the date went and how you felt about the person and that'll give me feedback if you weren't so um descriptive in the interview then communicating after dates is a little side point um and i know singles a lot of times don't get back to matchmakers if they're not interested in going again and that blows us out of the water because we need to hear that helps us it's like an anchor it moves me to the other side how to think next what's my next move based on your feedback so um interviews are great but communication after each date also is um extremely helpful and um so let's continue on with the resume um if there's something i ask this question i'm meeting singles that are 20 25 some of them are still very close to their parents and their parents are very involved in who they date and want to know and some parents are not and that's fine um so I ask the question, like, do your parents have any specific expectations that stand out that I need to know about that would be helpful for me? Because why give somebody a great person from a family or with a detail that your parents would be nervous about? And, and it doesn't have to be any red flag kind of detail. It could just be something that your family just would prefer or not prefer for whatever reason. No deep, deep dark secret or anything. Um, bad, just something that just makes them more comfortable that they need. And I don't always adhere to it because if there's, you know, a lot of great details in a person and they're missing something that the parents specified, I'll still present it. But it's just nice to know so I can accommodate 
um, everybody before the date. I could even let you know. I know your parents wanted this, but this person lives in New Jersey and they really wanted Brooklyn. Is this okay? So now you can, you know, um, like cushion it by telling your parents in advance. And this way, if the date, the dates advance and do well, there's no, you know, oh, wait a second. We're not happy about this thing. It was all thrown in from the beginning. These are important things. So you want to also let your matchmaker know what's important to you and what's important to your parents. Different stipulations without sounding picky. We don't want you to be picky and we want you to be open when we come up with suggestions. But it's just good to know when we want to make you comfortable and we want to make you happy. And we do we don't want to um, slow down the process once you have found someone with things that don't make you comfortable from the beginning you know surprises so um what else is on the resume um if you have specifics and looks like let's say the guy wants to tell me he only likes blondes i'd like to know that um i'm not encouraging him to be specific or picky i just want to know and maybe you know i might give him a blonde or two or he might not hear from me because I didn't think of a blonde that matched him in all other areas. So then he won't hear from me. And I'll say, look, I tried all the girls I thought were blonde. But then, you know, none of the personalities matched for what you were looking for. So um, that's why I didn't call you. Just I want to still know. Um, maybe there's some guys who like a tall girl and they're not so tall. So some guys tell me I don't mind a girl taller than me, which is unusual. But some guys do tell me that that's helpful because maybe the girl that's his she do is in a pool of girls that are taller and I'm looking for girls that are, you know, short because he's only five, five, but he doesn't mind five, six. Hopefully the five, six girl doesn't mind the five, five guy. We can work it out. So knowing those things, what you're open to um, that are off the beaten path, like you're taller, but you don't mind shorter that's good to tell me um so what else is on the resume um if your work takes you out of town a lot if you're open to moving to new jersey if you're um i don't know different things that come up you need to you need to like express yourself now if you do a chesed let's say um you're very connected to mitzvah man and you get calls to um stay with sick people overnight in the hospital i would love to hear that if you do it once a month or you you're on call and you do that and and you, you report back to the family and you're there for people and you're doing that a lot of singles do that i know that they do and it's so special it's like such an amazing thing sometimes a guy wants to hear that a girl does that or a girl wants to hear that a guy does chesed it's it's enlightening um again when i'm reading over uh information to present a single to the other side i don't always give out this information i might say yeah they do chesed and then leave you to say it on the date or if they could find out 10 dates down the road so nice and so special for them to hear um a new aspect of you 
at the right time. It just enhances the relationship. It's nice to give little surprises along the way, just endearing and brings people closer. Um, the dating process, you have to put everything on the table on the first date. Of course, you want to put your best foot forward on the first date so that there is a second date. But, you know, leave little things for the next date. Um, and, all, of course, be as charming as possible so there is a next date if you're very interested. But um, you don't have to put everything out on the table the first date. Um, if there is something in your family or in your history that um, would stop somebody from dating you in the middle... It's good if you could open up to the Khan and tell them that originally. And if it's nothing that's a red flag, it's just good that we know. We may not have to say it beforehand, but it's just good to, if we know. Because let's say you were engaged once and then broke off. And then someone says to me, oh, no, I heard they were engaged. I looked into it and I heard they were engaged once. Isn't it better for me to know and say, no, 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 but I looked into it. I called a rap already. Um, they're good. There was nothing wrong. It just wasn't the right one. We're happy that they didn't marry that person, but they're great people. We know, and the rabbis are all backing them. It's no red flag. It's good for the Khan to know. There shouldn't be surprises so that I can buffer their almost no, their refusal. I could get them to say yes before they refuse. Um, so that's something a Khan should know. Okay, I always ask this question, and this has how I ask it. When people are in front of me, I ask them the question. If they're on the phone with me, I ask them a question. Of course, if they're in front of me and there's something physical, physical um, that is visible to me, um, I won't ask them in front of me, so I don't embarrass them. If there's something physical, a physical disability, or some kind of physical thing that I know, I don't ask them a person just so I don't embarrass them. Unless they bring it up, I'll welcome talking about it. But if there is something physical that I can't see, a medical condition or something, it's very important for the single person to let me know. And um, it's not something to hide. And if they don't want it said on the first date or before the first date, that's fine. We have to ask a rabbi. If you've asked your rabbi, we could go by that. Um, there are times where I know that I could get you on a date with someone, but I would have to be honest with them first because they have asked me. I don't want someone with a medical condition. I need to know that. Once they've asked me that, my responsibility is not to hide it from them. So then I would ask a person first, look, I could get you a date with this person and it matches you really well, but I'm going to have to let them know about this. Is that okay with you? Um, pictures. So the medical condition thing, let's just go back to that across the board. Let's be honest with matchmakers. If there's anything we could know, we should know about it. And, um, you know, of course, we, we want to keep it a secret. If that's what the halacha says, then we will do that. But if it's something that should be said and that will help you along the way not get down six dates and then the person hears from someone else and then breaks up with you which is hurtful we don't want that to happen to you either there's ways we could buffer the situation so that they're comfortable with these things 
And I've made matches with people who've had physical disabilities. And um, I was always open and honest up front before the first date. And everything went smooth. Thank God. Baruch Hashem. So um, I am one that could say that. Um, I, my experience has taken me where it has worked. So if there's a way that I can make you feel comfortable and present you properly and present you without your physical disability being a major blaring thing, I bring out the good stuff and the stuff that makes you unique and special and capable and, and you know, all the things that put you at the top just like everyone else. Bezat Hashem. Um, what was I going to jump to before? After physical conditions, medical condition, um, pictures. So we do ask for a picture. I, although when I started this 23 years ago, I made tons of matches without ever showing a picture. This is virtually impossible today. Though I have singles that do trust me. And when I say someone's cute or handsome or this, I don't know. I feel like people trust me and feel like I understand what their cute is. But if if they don't and they need a picture, then I provide pictures. Um, get a good picture of yourself and hand it to the Shah Khan, text it to the Shah Khan. Um, and if you don't have a good picture, there's always now every phone has one. Let someone take a picture of you, get dressed up, get your makeup done, get your hair done, shave, whatever men have to do, and um, and look your best and give us a, a, a true picture of yourself the way you look now. So that's very important, and it's the difference between a yes and a no most of the time. Um, we, we want to get you a date, and we want to get you a date the kind that you want, and um, take go the extra mile and get your picture to uh, I know singles who have taken professional pictures for their shiduch, um resume so that's like just an amazing thing to do um, but it doesn't have to be just uh, it's it's you're putting your best foot forward and um, just understand that we do more than the picture we hope that the details um, about you tip the scales more than the picture we try to make singles not as um, visually um, you know leaning towards visual and more towards the knowledge part the midot part the the character the, the, the connection why the match matches is not just the picture we want to match people for who they really are, um, what they're about, what makes them special, what makes them unique. Resumes, uh, I'm talking to singles and shadchans. It's important not to just read them from a page and reading, you know, asking questions like, you know, will you cover your hair? Um, do you wear short sleeves? Do you cover your neckline? Do you cover your collarbone? Do you, do you drive this kind of car? Do you this, that? Where do, where do you want to live? I don't read. I might need that information just to get to know you. But that's not why I want someone to date you. So um, we, we 
you, the, the religious levels on Senyut and and are so vast. Like someone could consider herself Sanua and another girl could consider herself Sanua, but they dress differently. And um, even so, a boy might want a girl a certain way. He might marry a girl that's not 100% Sanua the way another girl is. And we we can't just say Sanua, we have to sometimes give specifics. So we need your specifics. And sometimes if it's gray area, the guy's in a gray area. A lot of guys tell me, you know, um, a wig is a problem. I only want a scarf, but a wig won't be a deal breaker. I have to write that down. I need to know that. Um, it's important information. So if you have specifics, let's say you must live in Deal, you must live in Brooklyn, but you want to tell Shabchan, I wouldn't mind living in Lakewood for two years. It's not a deal breaker. I don't mind living a deal for the first year. It's not a deal breaker. Give over that information. We need to know. So, um, I guess there's other things on a resume that you would want to tell us. And, um, if there's any way that you want to be represented, write that down before you come to the meeting and when you meet a new Shadchan it's also amazing to um, express the other express the other um, issues that you've had with dates that you've been given from other Shadchanim why? so that they can better give you um, better dates in the future. They know what went wrong. They know, you know, um, this type doesn't work for me. A lot of different things that um, have gone wrong on other dates that you know don't work for you. That's really good to tell a Shad Khan. You know, I expressed myself this way and I noticed that Shad Khan A always gave me a guy like this or a girl like that. That's really, it's it kind of is what I'm saying, but that really doesn't work for me. It ends up not really what works for me. I need something a little more different. Try to come up with why um, dates don't work for you in a certain way. Or if you know, if you tend to be quiet on dates, um, tell the Shadchan that. You know what? It takes me time to more warm up to somebody. She can buffer that and tell the guy, listen, she gets nervous on the first date. Ease her into it. If you don't want her to say it right away, it's good, just good for her to know. She doesn't have to say it, but it's good for her to know because when he comes back and says, oh, I noticed she was very quiet. I don't think it's for me. She could say, no, she's really just, she told me it takes her time to warm up and then she she will go, you know, um, and be more talkative and just give her a little more of a chance. Did you see things about her that you liked? And um, maybe she could salvage and continue the date for you. Um, so anyway, sorry. Um, I hope that this has been helpful. 
And I really, really want you to reach out to more matchmakers or re-clarify to the matchmakers that you have already connected with based on what we've spoken about here tonight. Give over some new information, add some things, um, go over some dates that don't work for you, figure out how you can how you could get them to think um, more along the lines of what you need based on what we've discussed tonight. And maybe they could come up with dates that apply better for you now based on you knowing um, how they can be a better buffer for you based on your unique um, details. I haven't gone over all the specified details that could possibly be about you. You know yourself best. If there's anything you could come up with or you want to go over with me, and then you could go over with your specific Khan. You could ask me questions privately at It's All a Gift on Instagram. Um, like, Odette, do you think I should tell a Khan this? Can I, you know, let her know this about me? Do you think it's advisable if I um, change a detail or something like that? Um, I really feel like resumes... Um, are a small window into a person. It's just a piece of paper. There's so much more we can expand on and enlighten with words. Sending resumes through text without calling and someone hearing a voice and specifying how amazing a person is is not the best way to make a shiduch. I always, if I send a resume because someone's at work and I need to um, contact them. I always send a voice note or ask them when's a good time to talk. Um, there's a voice note attached to this message and I need to speak to you before we, um, before you say no or yes to the resume that I've sent you. I want the person to hear my voice even if they're at work, they'll hear a voice note and tell them that there's more to this. And I'd love to expand on what I know about this person before they, you know, just look into the resume. Resume is kind of, if I was single, and just give me a stomachache. It makes me feel uncomfortable. It gives me like the butterflies. I feel just like, uh, ooh, like nervous. Like, who is this? Is this the person I'm going to marry? Like just reading paper? It's not really how to do things. Just, I know that a lot of people, Shadchans, are trying so hard to match people that there's like Shadchan WhatsApp chats um, with resumes flooding like the whole chat all day. And that's a great way for tons of people to see tons of people, tons of Shadchans to see tons of singles and we don't do that in the Syrian community. There's not a lot of that kind of stuff going on um, that I know about. We 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 do have personal people that we work together with, maybe in a chat. Um, but um, I know people that are in chats with seeing resumes of people they know and may never meet. And don't you're just sending a resume of someone they don't know. I want the singles to know that most of the time when I'm setting somebody up. I know the person I'm talking about. And um, if I don't, the Shadchan I'm talking to, who I know the Shadchan very well, knows the single person I'm sending you. 
and I can forward you to someone who knows them really well. But I do work very hard to be able to be very flowery about that person that I'm trying to present to you. It's very important to me to call you with someone that makes you feel like date number one is date number two. Like you're excited to go on that date. And the only way that resumes and meeting Shad Khanim for the resume can be so optimal for singles is if you open up about who you are. Don't be nervous about that meeting with the Shadchan. Let them get to know you. We don't have horns. We're not weird people. We could be your friend. We could be your best advocate. We could we you know we could be a very important person in your life if you let us. And if we stay at arm's length, we'll be someone that'll send you a resume. And that'll be all that'll be it. But if you, you know, charm your way through that um, Shad Khan meeting, um, you'll charm yourself on the resume, you know, and it'll, whatever someone says about you, they'll feel it. And um, don't be nervous about this. Just let shine. Hashem created you. You're, you're not a painting by a weird artist. You, Hashem created you. You're special. And, and you're not what you are on that paper. We need you to shine. And I'll do anything to make singles shine. And that was what tonight was about. So let's fix those resumes. Let's let those Sharkhans know who you really are. Open up. Get them to know you. And if you can't figure out how to do that, I welcome you to message me and um, I'd be glad to help you. Have a great evening. I hope this was helpful. I await await your messages. Um, I love hearing the positive feedback or the negative feedback or any of the um, things you want to tell me that I should talk about on the show. I'd love to hear. And, uh, of course, we always come up with new things to talk about. And after every show, I always think, oh, what am I going to come up with next week? But the instances happen because I'm so involved all week with singles and different aspects of matchmaking. I just wanted to say across the board a little bit about last week's topic, which was singles events. Rabbi Mansour's singles event last night was standing room only. And... um, I don't know if there will be a sequel, but um, the singles did message me. Even the ones who called me to say, should I go? And they were hesitant. were so happy they went. And I was so, so happy that they felt good about it. The main thing is that when singles feel good and we make them feel good, any which way we can. But thank God they're hesitant about singles events and that singles event made them happy and made them feel good and that was forget it amazing to me i wasn't there but when i heard it i I was high in the sky so if anybody wants to listen to rabbi mansour's thing go to itara.com it was um november 20th i'm not sure what the title of it was find your mate something like that um and you could find the topic there and go listen to it because I heard it was very um, matchmaker or single person or parent person worthy to listen to 
uh, very valuable, very helpful. And I'm so glad that the rabbis are partnering with us to help get singles on the road to being married. Take care. Hatzlacha and Be'ezat Hashem. May the next date be the right one. All the best.